Welcome to the unofficial Bungie podcast, not affiliated with Bungie, please don't sue us, where we break down huge Bungie news. Today we have this gigantic article from, it's called Season 20 Weapon Tuning Preview. I have in the Discord with me some friends and longtime Guardians grinders of Destiny 2. We've got Ape Noises, why don't you say hi? Hey, how's it going? We got Daruz here, what's up Daruz? Hello. We got Dwayne on fire, fresh from shoveling snow off his driveway. What up? And we've got Nat as well. How are you doing, Nat? Not bad. How are you? Good, good, good. Let's do this. So there's a huge Season 20 weapon tuning preview, and we want to break everything down and talk about it because this is exciting stuff. I mean, for the meta for a while has been laner fusions and rockets, and it's exciting to see some big changes. So let's go ahead and read through it bit by bit and break down each part. In the Season 19 mid-season bounce update, we brought in several changes to address weapons in PvP. In Season 20, with a new campaign and raid incoming, we focused on a substantial pass over heavy weapons for PvE and adding subclass verbs to several exotic weapons, tying in with the new anti-champion capabilities these verbs now have. Between the new weapon changes and everything else that's new or changing in Lifefall, we're looking forward to seeing what combination players settle on for the Legendary campaign and the Day 1 raid. That will be really interesting to see what does the team that gets worlds first what do they use obviously we'll have to take the into uh, consideration when it goes live there's going to be new weapons and a lot of other stuff but we're still going to break down what we know now and what's about to change so here we go first they mentioned the enabling a reticle, red reticle on pc we'll skip past that and jump right into the meat and potatoes of this linear fusion rifles you probably saw this coming linear fusion rifles outperform other heavy weapons for boss damage by a wide margin and have had plenty of time in the sun we're bringing them down enough for other options to compete. At the same time, exotic heavy linear fusion rifles don't do enough to justify using one over legendary, so they're not affected by this nerf. Now, I know Dwayne will rejoice over this because he has hated the linear fusion rifle meta since the very beginning. I know he's... That's one kill boss. <laughs> he has hated it. I liked it. As soon as we started fighting Rolk and we were using linear fusions, I was like, this is cool. And I remember uh, being excited for the Cataclysmic while him and others... Not going to name names. We're not as excited. I thought it was cool though, but I get why it's a bit uh, less skillful, right? It literally shoots through your teammates, whereas rockets will blow you up. And uh, you know, it's just not uh, not appeasing to some. Comment down below if you like the linear fusion meta or not. Ape, you like linear fusions? Nope. Not not a fan. Drews, linear fusions. I love them. Favorite gun. See, there's the there's the, the dichotomy of the Discord right now. We've got the the high skill and the low skill. Sorry, Drews. Sorry, Taylor, that's there. But not. <laughs> Opinions on linear fusions? Uh, I just think they were overused. A bit overused. Uh, Got it. Reduced damage versus champions, mini bosses, and vehicles by 15%. That is a pretty harsh nerf to the linear fusion rifles. Sleeper Simulant and Queen Breaker are unaffected. Sleeper fans, this is not a drill. So Sleeper is going to be pretty strong, uh, especially yeah, as... Sleeper's still going to be really good. <laughs> it's already pretty good right now. It's just reads regret... Plus, uh, its origin trait, which we're going to get to in a minute here, also getting nerfed, um, makes it outclass Sleeper. But Sleeper will be a strong option. This will be really good for, like, total damage up, but... Probably. Like, Cataclysmic will still be really good for, like, Oryx and stuff. But if you want, like, burst damage for Caretaker, they're probably not going to be the strat anymore. Got it. Breakers Poe meta. I'm calling it now. Got it. And and um, what, do you, what was the initial buff that finally made Linear's good does anyone remember that like what was the percentage of that like back in the day before i guess it would have been with val around like twice back to back got it that's what what it was makes sense 
It's, um, yeah. Well, now they're getting nerfed. And we're also going to see Grenade Launcher buff preview pretty soon here. So, looking forward to that. And uh, Queen Breaker seems interesting as well. We'll get jump into that in just a moment. But let's talk, jump into the next bullet point. We've got Machine Guns have been buffed a few times over the past year or so, but only in PvE. We've opted to increase their base damage a little, which makes them more forgiving to use in PvP. The buff also applies across the board in PvE. PvP damage is typically the base, and PvE multipliers on top of that. We're also substantially increasing machine gun reserves, giving them higher uptime, particularly useful in hard content. So they're increasing damage by roughly 10% with the following effects on time to kill against Guardians with Tier 6 Resilience. High impact is getting reduced, rapid fire reduced, adaptive frame unchanged. So machine guns now, let's talk about this for a bit. Um, you think machine guns are going to be substantially better in PvE after all these changes? I mean, I already pretty good at ad clear. I already really saw that. The main thing holding machine guns back is no encounter where you need one. Yeah. There's not a single encounter in the game where you actually need a machine gun. Especially now when you can literally just use a grenade to kill like an entire room. Yeah. Right, but I think there's some encounters where they're very good. I think yeah. Totems, yeah. Totems and King's Falls is a great example where they just, yeah. you know, sure there's good options, but even in day one, Totems is like machine guns the great. best encounter for machine gun by far. Yeah. And it's like the only one in the game. Yeah, Xenophage on day one Oracles was sick. I mean, Xeno doesn't really count. It does. It's yeah. 50% increase in it's, reserves. Like, Xeno's <laughs> good for majors, but it's not like ad clutter. Yeah. It is good for ad clutter, the AoE on it. Nice. If, if the encounter requires entirely just ad clear, like for certain, even just say Vault of Glass encounters, machine guns do stand out for that then, obviously. I mean, yeah. but if but if the encounter requires a sort of balance, like you have to melt some bosses, some champions, then you just add clear with your primary, with your grenades, your abilities, whatever it may be. And so it's kind of like currently in the sandbox, what Dwayne's saying, I feel like is machine guns versus your abilities and your abilities are like stronger, like Heart of Inmost Light or Machine Gun, right? Like, which do you pick? More or less, you just... Yeah. Or like a, a font SMG, yeah. Exactly, yeah, and it's so good enough. So just find that with your blinding nades and an SMG. Yeah. you're basically cleared, and then you can have a damage uh, for like champions. Yeah. I also feel like normal heavy machine guns don't do enough damage to majors, because if there's a, an encounter like in Vogue Oracles where there's like champions or majors, then Zeno is really good because it like deletes them. But then you can't use a normal machine gun, even though there's also a bunch of ass. It's not good enough. True, I see that. Yeah. One thing I will say, and I, I thought this was a good point, which is that the hardest time we uh, encounter challenging activity is usually like the first day of a raid. And a lot of times when you're trying to solve a puzzle and you have ads to deal with, the ads distract you because you're, you know, you're trying to stay alive. They're shooting you they're you know, you're in contests and all of that. And uh, I found that when we use machine guns at the start, like when we first enter a room and use a machine gun, we can clear the ads much more efficiently, allowing us to solve the puzzle and then once we get to the point where we're doing boss damage then we can just revert to taking the machine guns off putting on the smgs using your abilities to clear the ads vice versa not that you wouldn't be doing that in the first place it's just machine guns were kind of a good use for for that and now even more so which is kind of like a mini like guide or helpful hint to those trying to beat the raid in day one is machine guns might be a play when you first enter a room and you're kind of learning the feel for the landscape and stuff learning the mechanics so that way ads are a non-issue if you can make the ads a non-issue then you can learn the mechanics a lot better but if you're out there struggling to kill the ads and you're trying to call out you know type in the text chat and call out this call out that then it's just it just makes it way more difficult and way more stressful so i would keep that in mind at least for the raids and i'm excited to see what these changes do to machine guns it was weird having machine guns be damage uh, boss damagers recently with retrofit um yeah. they nerfed that which was 
probably a good change, but uh, definitely a weird moment. They were like, hey, was this, so this is what it would be like if we just did uh, machine gun DPS to bosses. Probably significantly easier than linears, I would even argue. And so you know, they just point. Aaron and be using uh, Thunderlord autoloading well on Cali. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So I think it's a good balance for them to have this place in the game. They kind of have a tough spot in the game, but being in the heavy slot. And I think that the increased reserves and, and these other changes seem pretty good. Um, they talked about increased reserve ammo by 50% at zero stat value and 20% at 100 inventory stat. Uh, note inventory stat is a zero to 100 value behind the scenes. This is presented as the actual number of rounds in game, but you can take this to mean that low reserve machine guns get a big boost while large reserve machine guns get a smaller boost. Got it. Cool. I would definitely like to see um, if the reserves um, were to apply to the exotic machine guns, because I know like for the adaptive, high impact, and rapid fire buff changes, that won't apply to the exotics. Mm. But I would like to see the reserve ammo would apply to the Xeno, because that's what they did back in the days. You'd have all this ammo for Xeno, but they nerfed the ammo economy for the Xeno. To yeah, I wonder. wonder if it will have to test it when it does go live. Um, it would be nice. I feel like Xeno's kind of it really feels like it's in its own category. It's one of those weird, quote-unquote, machine guns. But um, let's move on to the next like category. The only good heavy grenade launcher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's why you got to watch it, though, because it gets changed by these things. And then it could become even better. Speaking yeah. of which, heavy grenade launchers, we got heavy grenade launcher. Sorry, what's that? Oh, God, no, my bad. Uh, heavy grenade launchers haven't been touched in a while. I think Drew's fired in the mic. Heavy grenade launchers haven't been touched in a while and are substantially below some other Heavy options for damage. On top of that, grenade launcher projectiles have time travel, a ballistic arc, and relatively small blast radius. So it can be hard to consistently land shots on a moving target, and they may hit fewer targets with the explosion than you'd expect. With this change, heavy grenade launcher should be significantly more useful in PvE and easier to use in both PvE and PvP. Which is scary. I feel like the a little buff to machine guns and to grenade launchers is like no one in the PvP realm is looking for power weapons to be stronger. You know, it's like I'm sitting here reading this, like, I love the PvE side of it. I'm like, this is so good, but Bungie, they're being strategic. They're like, we're gonna buff these things. It's like a good and a bad, so you wanna just like cry, but you're like, okay, we'll see what happens now. But at least in the majority of modes that I've seen and played, there's power ammo doesn't run too rampant. I feel like Rumble might be the most rampant power ammo playlist that I've seen, but what do you guys think? Yep. Well, I agree with Rumble, yeah. yeah. And it's like a non-issue non in Trials, really. Um, there is a power pack, but it's just one round, and it tends to be a pretty fair you know, blitz to see who gets that. Um, the heavy grenade launcher buff right here is increased damage versus champions, mini-bosses, and vehicles by 20%. So that's a huge, huge buff, even more so than the uh, than the recent, we're talking about the machine gun buff here, or the uh, linear fusion nerf, rather. So minus 15% for linears and 20 plus 20 for heavy grenade launchers and miners by 40%. So these things are going to be crazy at, at destroying them. Um, it's been a while since we've had the grenade launcher meta. What was the last one? I'm trying to remember. It was like a, there was like a red grenade launcher that we used. Interference. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's the one. Full court. Yes. We were, we were shooting like the garden boss with that or something. If I'm trying to remember correctly. Yeah, from yes. Like a mile away. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> I like that. They are good for burst, so they could be useful. I like yeah. that. With these changes, it's going to be pretty Probably not useful on day one, but post day one, sure. Do you think that these changes make... Obviously, let's say linears are out of the picture now. 
And so that just is a big elevation to rockets because right now it's kind of like linears and rockets. So now are they going to make, is it going to be GLs or rockets or what is your, let's get some predictions here. I haven't used a GL in so long. I honestly don't know like how bad they were. So <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure. Big, like I'm, I'm excited about 20%. And That's there's some, good. some nice rolls on like recent GLs that could definitely be good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Drew's? I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think Wendigo. Wendigo, Wendigo, Wendigo. yeah, yeah. That Imagine, be huge. That's nice. We haven't got the adept Wendigo into rotation yet, have we? I think that might be next week. Yeah, looking forward to that. Actually, we'll grind. Finally, a reason to grind Wendigo <laughs> just in time. It's back. And Nat, what were you about to say? Uh, I would say that you know I don't think we're going to see the Anarchy return like it is, but maybe the Prospector. Some yeah. Exotic Avengers. Yep. Prospector with yeah. GLs. What is the, the Prospector has a weird bug with it right now where it like launches you or launches things. What does it do? There's something about it. I think you like launch you yourself. Just, put a bunch of grenades on the ground and then send your body to space. Yeah. It's like, if you do it with like a raid banner, you can put it on the ceiling. Yeah. I've seen a few people do that. That's funny. And uh, I kind of want to see grenade launchers be the meta again for a little while. I feel like we've. That, we've uh, that Vorpal incandescent GL. I got crazy. I'd clear forty percent more damage. Mm. Crime mutiny. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, we, we're gonna have to make a video or a list of if GLs are meta. These are the ones. At least at this point in time, these are the ones we think are gonna be the best for sure. Um, so I'm kind of creating the blueprint in my head, but that's definitely coming soon. Um, improved projectile collision, making it slightly easier to land hits. Oh God! So was that the proximity like AOE? Yeah. Oh god! You guarantee, guarantee three kills with your heavy GL and PVP. Yikes! Oh god! That's <laughs> I, it's already so good. Proxy did because proximity did is sure. already really good. Do you think this will affect that? Like it'll it'll almost apply stacking. Yeah, I don't know. To proxy like it? proxy is so free. Yeah, this might just be for like spike and stuff. That's true. That's, Makes the projectile bigger. Who knows? That's, that's going to be really good though. Yeah. Uh, memory interdicts is the number one most used. Heavy GL in trials. I believe it's the number one most used power weapon in trials. Um, a few weeks back, when I was looking at the stats, and I was like, "Now I wonder. Now I see why I use this thing." You know, it's like almost one or two kills minimum, no matter who you are. Um, and then now after this, it's about to be even crazier. Increase the blast radius by one meter. Jeez, uh, parasite is unaffected. It does huge damage already, which seems pretty fair. Um, but they didn't mention anarchy, and they didn't mention. Um, the other one that you're talking about uh, escaping. What's the name of the other exotic heavy grenade launcher? Prospector. Uh, Prospector, yes, that's right. Thank you. Bring it right there. Um, shotguns now. This one is kind of small. We'll go over this briefly, but it didn't seem too game-changing. The new shotgun reticles show the correct spa uh, spread pattern. Wow. Words are hard. Um, but in its shipping form, the size of the reticle wasn't affected by the current spread angle, which will change if you jump or with magazine options like smoothbore. This change should make the reticle accurate in most ways at 85 degree field of view. A change to make this accurate for all FOV options will come in a future season. Got it. So basically the shotgun has the uh, set pattern for how the spread works. And when you adjust to things with smoothbore, or if you jumped in the air, it, it didn't change to represent that. Um, so like, yeah, we should now be able to tell how little to nothing full choke does. Yeah. I guess not, because you'll be ADS, so never mind. Interesting. <laughs> we still don't know. We still don't know. Yeah. Like 
with your hand cannon when you like jump and it has that little bitty yellow bar or i guess my reticle's yellow kind of like out out courses towards the, like the main circle got That's it, what it that they're talking about makes sense shotgun reticles now change in size proportional to spread angle Related note, the Legend of Acris hipfire reticle is now a bit more representative of its very large spread angle. Nice. It's going to kinetic weapons. This one got interesting. It got a bit science-y, so follow closely along with this, and let's try and break this down. Kinetic slot weapons have always done 5% more damage versus unshielded targets in PvE. Little known fact if you didn't know that. Um, that's why they can be extremely good at clearing ads. And we've got... This meant that kinetic slot stasis weapons were straight up better with extra functionality and no downside. So stasis weapons, when they started making them, they just gave them that 5% that damage bonus uh, that kinetic weapons have. So there's basically no downside to that, just making them really strong, kind of pushing people to use them. We wanted to give players more of a reason to run kinetic damage type weapons. So instead of a blanket kinetic slot, sta uh, slot damage boost, we're switching to a kinetic damage type boost based on whether your kinetic weapon uses primary or special ammo. And increase the bonus damage. Uh, increase the bonus significantly. Wow, words are hard. My God, my my bad, guys. All right, here we go. Kinetic primary weapon damage multiplier increased from 1.05 to 1.1. Kinetic special weapon damage multiplier increased from 1.05 to 1.15. Kinetic slot stasis weapons no longer have the 5% damage bonus versus unshielded targets in PVE. There's also a kinetic damage type perk coming in Lightfall. Interesting. I wonder what that's going to be. Thoughts on those changes? That's insane. Insane. Like Bastion nice. and Izzy are do fifteen percent more damage. Oh God! Than energy weapons. Uh, yeah, ten percent more than now. But there's another reason yeah. why to craft the thoughtless sniper rifle. Izzy well, window. Oh, oh, maybe not gonna give up. Oh God! Oh, that's that's a stasis sniper. The, yeah, but like Succession, uh, Izzy. Oh God! Arbalest, right? Arbalest would even. Well, do that. stasis weapons also get the kinetic damage boost. That's why they're no. really good. Right oh, now, it's kinetic slot. Yes. Just no, no, no longer have the five percent. Yeah, they got. Uh, but that's versus unshielded targets. Oh, so you still get the shield damage, but not the unshielded damage. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. uh, Makes sense. Well, look out for some of those. Yeah. Uh, Izzy is about to be crazy. Izanagi's burden. All right. Big changes there. I wonder what this. There will be kinetic damage type perk coming in Lifefall. What is that? Be like a. Like a font, but for kinetic. Oh, nice. Oh, interesting. It's kind of cool seeing the difference of, um, you know, your energy slot. We've got Void, Solar Arc, and now in the kinetic, we kind of have our trifecta there as well. Now with Strand, Stasis, and I guess kinetic, right? Ooh, actually, kinetic damage type perk. It might be referring to like a um, like a headstone. Was a. Hmm. I could see that. Like a Stasis type perk, but maybe it's saying that maybe there's like a Strand weapon. That they're going to give a strand perk. Interesting. Yeah, it's hard to interpret exactly what that is. Um, let's move on to the next one. We got exotics. This one's where things get crazy. We got a bunch of exotics that have been desperately needing a buff. I've made videos and posts talking about a lot of these weapons, and it's exciting to see some of them actually get the buff that they've they've needed for a while now. Just like many players, we wanted exotic weapons to have a strong theming. A strong theming around their damage type to use the real subclass 3.0 verbs and lightfall's longer development and playtest cycle gave us the opportunity to add subclass verbs to many of the top picks our goal with adding subclass 3.0 verbs is to grant these weapons additional functionality 
and let them tie into subclass builds in a more meaningful way. In most cases, this is also, or is paired with, a hefty buff. Interesting. Alright, Queen Breakers. Blinding effect was underwhelming for a heavy weapon. So we've changed how that's deployed. Note that the Queen Breaker was also not affected by the global damage reduction to linear fusion rifles, making it substantially stronger by comparison. Shots now chained to nearby enemies and uses Arc 3.0 blind. Whoa, that's going to be crazy. But jolts and blinds off them. What what is yeah. it? Why does it jolt though? What does it change to nearby enemies? Oh, I think so. Interesting. I wonder if it like a like a Trinity Ghoul or something. Uh, That'd be cool. Does it? Yeah, that doesn't jolt though. So it won't impact like champs and stuff. No, it won't use the actual jolt. I just mean like the yeah. like the change. The effect damage. of jolting, yeah. So Queen Breaker hit would blind that enemy and blind nearby enemies, or Queen Breaker kill would you know? That's what I'm wondering if it's hit or kill. Really it's if you hit them it blinds them. Really? But maybe now it's anything that it hits with the chain it uh blinds maybe. Wow. That's gonna be interesting. That's still so it's gonna be good for like overloads. Yeah, it's still overloads is blind, right? Yeah. That's the R three point blind, it'll stun whatever champion. Yeah. That, That's a uh, weird change. So, so the Queen Breaker will stun Overload champions now. Uh, it, it, it still does like no damage, but <laughs> it's going to do bad damage. It's interesting the blinding effect. Blinding effect feels more like an add clear effect versus like you're not going to use anything like that to damage a boss. Um, and yeah. champions themselves don't aren't affected by being blind, right? Like that's not going to affect. Them. No, but Arc Three Point Blind is it stuns Overloads now. Yeah, yeah it's going to stun them, but it's not going to properly blind them. So. Effectively, it would work the same. I guess right. that makes sense. Um, and then it would blind the champ and then chain to nearby enemies. So if there's any ads nearby, uh, they get blinded. So they're not shooting you while you're trying to kill that champ. That's actually pretty sick, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah. Not even off a catalyst or anything, just straight to the weapon. Yeah. We'll have to see that when it's out in the wild. That's a, that's pretty exciting. The last time I remember using the Queen Breaker was being an absolute gremlin in Gambit <clears throat> and yep. flying around through man cannons and just like. <laughs> Lighting people up. The biggest hitbox known to mankind. <laughs> it has the three the three uh, dots, like a little triangle, and you could not miss if you were in that triangle at all. It's like the most absurd weapon. You just invade and just kill everyone effortlessly. Um, God, that you was... You like eight shots? God, that was, thing was a menace. That thing was an absolute menace. Oh, God, that was terrible. I would have to pull up some clips of that just to reminisce on that. Um Next up, we've got Ruinous Effigy feels very voidy, and slamming the Transmutation Sphere was an obvious place to put an additional effect. Transmutation Sphere Slam Attack now suppresses. Very interesting. And that will stun what champion type? Does that stun? I think it's Overloads as well. Overloads? Interesting. So not sure. I'll, I'll pull it up real quick, and I'll get back to you. Is that, is that going to... I mean, if it suppresses, is that going to make this thing good? I mean, it's an uh, improvement. I don't know if it's going to make it good, though. Yeah. If mean the blocking thing is suppressed, maybe. Yeah. Because you could, like, suppress everything around you. But even then, it wouldn't be, like, insane. Yeah. One thing I will say, though, um, as a note, is that a lot of people are rocking double specials lately, and the special of choice has been these trace rifles. And if you, for whatever reason, are using a, uh, a different energy weapon or different power weapon that are legendary... Then rocking a trace rifle is kind of just fun because it's way better ad clear and you seem to just get crazy amounts of power ammo when you rock double special. So myself, I'm rocking trace rifles more and I'm starting to see stuff like 
you know, Ruinous Effigy getting a buff, I think to myself, hey, maybe I'll rock Ruinous and then a different special weapon, Legendary, and then a different power, leg uh, a Legendary power weapon, rather. And then I can get the effects of Suppression and whatever this is, just to, just to try something new, something different. Um, so I, that kind of gets me excited in that regard. But other than that, nothing too crazy, too game changing with that. Uh, I have the the different ways to stun the champ. Got it, got it up. So suppressed does which stuns which champ? So uh, volatile rounds will do will pierce barrier champs. Uh, Radiant will also pierce barrier champs. What does suppress do? Suppress will have uh, overload. Got it, perfect. And jolting will have overload. Good to know. Uh, blinding will do unstop champs. Excellent. And then stasis will also do. Perfect. Let's move on to the next exotic. We got Leviathan's Breath. Leviathan's Breath buff from a few seasons back inadvertently reduced the PvP damage enough that it could no longer one-hit kill players in their super with a headshot, which is sad. I think I remember doing a video on that back in the day. That was a sad change. We fixed that, but also added Volatile and increased the damage versus champion substantially to highlight its anti-champion role. Now applies Volatile on Perfect Draw Impact. Increased damage from 396 to 442. This allows it to once again one-hit kill all supers in PvP. Increased damage versus champions by 3%. Jeez, what a crazy buff. Doesn't it? Leviathan's Breath. Am so, I now, it, so now it has anti-barrier and unstop. Yeah. Like, and it's, yeah. it's also just a flat damage buff because it, it should do the volatile explosion on every shot because it draws so slow. Jeez. It's a massive buff. Gonna cook champions. Unbelievably strong. This will be very good for GMs. Yes, this Leviathan's breath is is him. That's that's the one, and you want that. You got to get the callus for that because I I think I remember getting that back there. The draw time for this thing to, though I will say is it's a long draw time. Very you're sitting there, you're holding, yeah. like pausing before you draw. It's the, like negative DPS. Yeah. So this is a much welcome a change. Good alternative to Zeno. In an encounter like Oracles, where there's champions and just like big stuff to shoot, but no boss damage. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to that. Next up, we've got one thousand voices. This is a nice one. Um, I always feel like the raid exotics should be uh, at the highest tier of exotics due to how you acquire them in the RNG. Um, it can be frustrating for those that grind it and don't get it, I suppose, but. Like when you have to work so hard for an exotic, it should be one of the better ones. So I like when they're some of the best weapons in the game. 1000 Voices was briefly a top pick in season 14, but has been eclipsed by other options since then. We wanted to lean more into a chain of solar explosions by adding Scorch. And with the global heavy weapon changes, it's also a strong option. If you have Ember of Ashes equipped, landing a full burst on a single target will trigger an ignition immediately. Exact results may vary depending upon whether other players are also using scorching a target. All right, here we go. Each explosion now applies 10 plus 5 uh, with Ember Vash's Scorch Stacks. Nice. It's 1,000 voices applying Scorch Stacks. Very interesting. Thoughts on that change? Interesting. It's gonna be I don't know if it's going to make the damage much better, but it'll be cool. It'll be cool. <laughs> could be a lot better. Go alongside that uh, Starfire Protocol build, for sure. This is... Um, yeah. Is it... This isn't getting nerfed. It's not a. It's a listed as a fusion rifle. Am I correct? Yeah, correct. Yeah, it will fusion not get nerfed. Good. Thing. Sunshot next up was a top candidate for applying solar subclass verbs, and the explosions are clear placed attitude. I think like this one was an obvious one. Saw this coming from a mile away. Explosion yeah. on kill now applies ten plus five scorch attacks. That's nice. 
Player's Lance, love this thing. Uh, always had a burn effect, so it was an obvious change to switch this to Scorch. Perfect fifth. Shots now apply 40 plus 20 Scorch stacks instead of a custom burn. Nice. I get a lot of explosions on a player's Lance then. Yeah, Lance is about to put in some work. I like that. Um, Two-Tailed Fox had tough competition as a heavy exotic weapon. Two-Tailed Fox has never been the meta other than that one time we were melting the Templar and it would bug his health out. But now it's the only weapon that can apply subclass verbs from multiple damage types without extra steps. Let's go, Two-Tailed Fox. We got (laughs) Solar Rocket now applies 60 plus 30 Scorch stacks instead of Burn. The Void Rocket already applies Suppress and the Catalyst completes the Trifecta. So there's a new Two-Tailed Fox Catalyst that's going to complete the Trifecta. I imagine that's going to be a Strand Catalyst, but... What do you think? It could it could very well be Maybe. arc. It might be blind. Yeah, arc rocket. Why didn't they just make it a hundred scorch? Why didn't they make it a hundred scorch? Yeah, two tailed fox shot. Just give it an ignition on every shot. Come on. Jeez. <laughs> well, first let's wait and see how strong it is after this change. Because this is about to be crazy. I feel like if it was going to be arc, they would say so because they aren't hiding any arc stuff, right? I guess maybe they're trying to keep us in mystery about the catalyst, perhaps. Yeah, I think so. But so it could be arc. Could be strand. Could be stasis. Could be stasis. Could do like a slower. Could be kinetic damage. You don't know. You don't know. Mm-hmm. True don't big know. damage. Uh, the first ever kinetic heavy fire. weapon to do kinetic damage. <laughs> yeah. Pretty interesting. Um, We'll see. I'm excited for that. I want to see the two-tailed fox callus, how we get it, how strong it is. That would be an, a cool time to have a different exotic rocket launcher be the meta. Um, except we got Prometheus Lens has utility with the Solar 3.0 rework, but we wanted to give it something more spectacular on kills in addition. Added the incandescent perk to the catalyst. Very nice. So That's pretty good. Pretty good buff to Prometheus Lens. They gave Prometheus Lens incandescent and not Sunshot? SMH. Well, Sunshot got something close. Got yeah, scorch. like five score. Five score. <laughs> That's true. Prometheus uh, will be good for a clear then. Yeah, it will be. We saw some saying about with it. Like now that I see that another trace rifle, like I'm saying, I'm gonna rock the Prometheus lens, and then I even know what spe- another special weapon, and then my power weapon as legendary. So then to go heritage Prometheus lens. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my god! That's that actually sounds insane. That's that's already what I'm thinking of with these changes. So make sure to write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Um, Grand Overture's latest buff. Increasing the missile's damage by 50%. Brought it up plenty. It just needed its blind updated to tie into Arc 3.0. Switch the catalyst to use Arc Blind. It's a little grand overtraction. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't really used this thing very much. I think I fired it once or twice, so um, we'll see if this... I just don't like how long it takes to stack up the missiles. Yeah. No. Otherwise, it's pretty good. Let's see what happens uh, after these changes, I guess, and I'll be blinding a bunch of enemies with it. Got it. Well, the catalyst, you have to like get a, a kill, I think, with it. Uh, so you have to get a kill, and then I'll blind them. Got it. Hitfire reticles. Could be. Yeah. Could be pretty solid for that. Hitfire reticles. We're starting to experiment with hitfire reticles conveying more information and use the manticore as a test bed for this. You can expect to see more weapon type or exotic weapon functionality showing up in the hitfire reticles in Season 21 and beyond. Added a reticle element to the Manticore showing current stacks of anti-grav repulsor. Interesting. 
Interesting the like future hit fire changes coming up. It starts with the Manticore. Next up, we got perks uh, with Strand coming to the game along with a new Strand weapon damage perk. Okay, wait a minute, a new Strand weapon damage perk. Interesting. We've updated a couple of older perks. Osmosis now works with Strand. Let's go, Osmosis! <laughs> huge, absolutely huge. Um, one uh. I was wondering if, I guess Osmosis would give you the damage type, but that wouldn't stun a champion, so I guess that wouldn't really matter much. Uh, but an interesting small change to Osmosis. And then Elemental Capacitor now has the following effect when using a strand subclass. Plus 20 airborne effectiveness. Cool. Plus 25 so, Yeah, That is cool. It might be good for um, uh, hand cannon users or snipers out there it trying to jump like in there. manning around in the air. Yeah, yes. makes might, sense. Might greatly enjoy that. That's nice. Uh, we got We Wine Wounds will be appearing on more weapons in Lightfall, but was custom built to only work with the Vault of Glass weapon set. We've tweaked it to be more general purpose, rebuilt to work on non Vault of Glass weapons. We saw this with the uh, recent fusion rifle. It has reconstruction, and it's just an open yep. world drop weapon. And I was going to make a video talk about this because I was like, wait, 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 what? We're taking the raid perks down. We're just putting them on open world weapons. An interesting change of pace. Um, some could argue this is, you know, steps towards power creep. I like it. I mean, I feel like power creep is kind of a necessity at some point. We need everything to get more powerful to be more excited for new stuff. And now we're seeing more raid weapons uh, like rewind rounds being put on uh, new other open world weapons rather than just raid weapons, which is uh, I'm I'm for it. I think we will lead to some pretty crazy power creep with time, but I'm for it. What are your guys' thoughts? I think part of that is because all the raid weapons are craftable, so you can get enhanced versions of the raid perks, but then the open world drops are just the normal one, so the enhanced version should be much better. So yeah. It's pretty cool. That's true. That's a good point. on top of that, like the raid-based perks have been kind of replaced by the origin traits, so like raid-based origin traits. Like we saw that with the Teepstone Crypt, and then like the next raid. That yeah, true. Yeah, as well. That'll be interesting. Yep. Interesting. See. It'll also be interesting to see what what raid they're gonna update the weapons for. Soon, there's been a good amount of speculation about that, and I'm interested in seeing which raid it will be. Next up, we got one that's gonna make all the speedrunners happy, which is a rare W, <laughs> because they are <laughs> a very fickle bunch. But they've got Eager Edge had some bugs that needed addressing in a previous release. We've now taken the time to do a more complete rework, which also let us reduce or remove most of the restrictions that were in place. No longer deactivates when moving faster than 35. What, what is this? Uh, am I? I'm not very smart. What is MS? What is that? Milliseconds. Moving faster than 35 milliseconds? Meters, Meters per, per second, second, maybe. Meters per second? That makes sense. Because that's like, is that like terminal velocity? I don't even know what that is. Like, is that like the fastest velocity your character can move when you eager skate or something? I don't know. Well, you can go faster, but they didn't want it to activate when you were going that fast. Because usually if you're going that fast and you're trying to activate eager edge is when you're doing some crazy shit where you're flying outside the map. Got it. Yeah. Makes sense. Now deactivates correctly after a single melee swing. Reduced the base lunge distance buff from 2 to 1.8. Reduced airborne lunge distance penalty from 25% to 20%. The enhanced perk now increases lunge distance slightly back up to 2. So, Eager Edge, uh, Well Skaters, and the like, 
you can rejoice. What are you guys' thoughts about this? Are you looking forward to all these these changes? Not what it was, but thank goodness. It's good. It was so horrendous that you could be like falling and then if you pulled your sword out, it would stop all your momentum and you couldn't even swing with eager. Yeah. I, was, I remember the worst thing I've ever seen. The backlash was rough. People were salty. Uh, I know Daru's, uh, I can speak for Daru's when I say that he'll be upset about this. Um, I think he was telling me about how he was in a strike the other day and he was like 35 minutes into it and these stupid speedrunners, oh, yeah. yeah, they came in and they've eager edged whatever they do, their fancy thing, probably hacking and just beat his strike, you know? And yeah, I reported them. Yeah, that's toxic. Good. That's good. That's good. Um, they, shouldn't ruin, they shouldn't get to ruin your experience, Drews, you know? If you want to spend 45 minutes in a strike, that's your choice. You know, you paid for the game just like they did. <laughs> Blinded grenades on grenade launchers don't do arc damage, so it's not appropriate for them to trigger arc 3.0 blind effects. We didn't feel the need to change their disorienting effect, though, so we've updated the name to overlap less. Renamed blinding grenades to disorienting grenades. Interesting. Got that. Vice Stinger. Unfortunate. Why is that? Can't just use ignition code to... Destroy unstopped champs. We briefly <laughs> talked about that. Yeah. yeah my dead messenger can't. Or not that Makes messenger. sense. What was it? That would be unbelievable. What's that stasis GL? That would have been so sick. Uh, the one with chill clip and blinding? Yeah, mm. that would have been so yes. sick. In the dungeon, yeah. That would have been nasty. But no, that's not how that works. Makes sense, though. Um, they're clear to say, like, arc blind or whatever, I think, when they mentioned that. But um, next up, we got Vice Stinger is one of the most desirable origin traits in the game. Uh-oh, reads regret, trembles, and fear. Particularly, but not only on linear fusion rifles. To the point where it makes it hard for non-Vice weapons to compete. It needed some adjustment with this change. It's still valuable, but more in line with other origin traits. This was typically a full reload when the perk activated. It now reloads 25% of the magazine. So there you have it. A nerf to Vice Stinger. Reads regret, gets the heavy... Uh, linear fusion rifle nerf and device to your nerf. Poor Reed's regret on Fortnite. Big F's in the comments. Bad, F's in the chat. You hate to see that. It might still be really good on the new stasis one, though. Yeah, the new stasis one fires a three-round burst and has Vice Stinger, so it has three times the chance of happening. So might still be good. Might honestly be one of the more viable options to get a consistent Vice Stinger proc so you don't have to reload as much. We'll have to test that out afterwards, see what happens, but... I think it's a fair change overall. And, you know, Linear Fusion Rifles with that one, that Vice Stinger change and the other one, I think it's pretty pretty good to see that the meta is going to shift to rockets and perhaps grenade launchers. But only time will tell once we get the stuff in the game. Uh, lastly, they write the future. Um, and if you have any questions, comment them questions down in the chat right now and we'll answer as many as we can get to. Uh, we're already hard at work on seasons 21 and 22, and some of the changes we're making include adding a full auto melee accessibility setting, which will apply to all forms of melee, i.e. I think they're just talking about this full auto melee setting for glaives, um, a pass over weapon type and exotic weapon hip fire reticles, including increasing how visibly they change at, high, uh, even at high FOV, and adding features like charge meters and exotic perk counters. Got it. We've also got. I also see how like insane offhand strike is. With yeah. Theoretical. That would be a very interesting. Yeah. We've also got balance changes in the works, but it's a little too early to get into them. 
We'll have more information to share post Lifefall. So there it is. That's some pretty good stuff. Very cool. Give your overall rating. I like peace. Other changes out of ten, Dwayne. Eight and a half. Eight and a half from Dwayne. Ape, what's your rating out of ten? I give it a nine. A nine out of ten. And then we yep. got Darius. What's your rating? Uh, you know, really good. A really good out of ten. Perfect. We yep. got Nat. <laughs> I would say seven. A seven out of ten. Pretty solid. I'm I'm loving these changes, so I'm gonna give an a perfect a ten out of ten. That's what I'm giving it. This is I love it. Love all of it. I'm happy about all the changes. They didn't introduce too much negative things. I mean, obviously, we just went over Vice Stinger. They put that they saved it for last. They're like, you know what? If we're gonna nerf something that everyone loves, we'll just save it for the end. <laughs> so that way they, it doesn't hurt as bad, you know? If they put it at the start though, we'd be kinda pissed. But smart about that Seems one. Seems like a pretty harsh nerf, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. From full reload to Twenty five percent. Yeah, you can get like one shot back. That is that is brutal. Would have been a little excessive. Yeah, the twenty. I was thinking that as well. I was like twenty five. I was like at least just start with fifty and then yeah. let's go from there. You know, but I think I think that sends home the message that they're trying to get, which is linear fusions are not the meta anymore. I think if I had to guess, but could be wrong. Time will tell. That's kind of the message I'm getting, and uh, I think it's time for grenade launchers, and I'm excited to make uh, that video and talk about this a little bit more. Grenade launcher is about to be huge. And that's going to be a wrap for this podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining me here and discussing all this stuff. Ape Noises, Drews, Dwayne, and Nat. You guys are legends. And that's a wrap. Make sure to subscribe if you enjoyed. Smash the like button. I'll see you in the next one. Later.